Shit's Creek, right? The the crow movie thing? <laughs> where she's like a human crow. I love every clip of that movie they show where she's yes. like, ah! <laughs> yes. random crow. And then when she's doing like the promo for it and stuff and she's walking around with feathers on. Oh my gosh. God. I heard a, she is the best on that show. She's the best. So good. I heard a, a podcast. What podcast was it? I think it was Conan O'Brien's podcast with, um, and he had her and the dad mm-hmm. both on. And it's so weird hearing her talk not in the weird accent. It's so weird because it sounds like her, but it's like, wait. You, you. I also love how she dialed that up over yeah. the course of the season. She's oh, totally. almost normal at the beginning. Yeah. But then when you get to the point where she's like, where is baby's timber? <laughs> yes. Just like, yes, Moira. <laughs> yes. She just goes so hard on the Moira voice. For oh, it's sure. so good. Dude, everyone on that show is so good, though. They really are. I saw like a seven-minute compilation of every time Dan Levy, the son, says, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> seven minutes. It's seven minutes and change. That is great. Just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> he... That is one of the funniest television characters ever. Yeah. It, the, of all time. So funny. And such a good actor, too. And that's really funny that they're actually father and son. Yeah. I didn't know that at first, but... Twyla's his daughter. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that out, too. That's crazy. Dude, that's... Man, that, that's a great show. It's a really good show. Shall we get rolling? We should. <clears throat> What? Uh, going on, guys? Hey. <laughs> now we're screwed. Button in. <laughs> now we're screwed. There was a power struggle. Oh. You, you this just... is Health Coach Kane here as always. This, I'm Big buddy, Freaking Neil. <laughs> my business partner. <laughs> my brain twin. Welcome back to the Big Freak Health Coach Podcast. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Oh, now I'm That's all, what's up, guys. Now I'm all thrown off. You screwed up my intro. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. When you're signing us off, I'm just going to be interrupted. <laughs> I'm just going to keep... I'm just gonna, like and share! Like and share! <laughs> I'm just going to keep the podcast going awkwardly long after you're trying to keep rap. starting new conversations. Yeah, I'm going to keep asking you questions. <laughs> oh, man. What's going Sorry, on, dude? That was, that was a curveball. And with... Baseball season all but disappearing right before our eyes. It's one of the last curveballs we're going to see. This week, so. <laughs> That's true. That is true, buddy. Oh, man. Uh, well, what do we got today, big guy? Rough start. Okay. I'll try to get <laughs> you back on track. Gather myself. <laughs> so, we got another super fun QA episode today, man. Hell yeah, we do. Oh, buddy. Before we dive into those questions, though, I'm feeling a little peckish. Are you? I'm feeling like I might need a little. Protein rich snack. Well, have I got the thing for you? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see it. All right. <clears throat> Start with the big one. Yep. I tried to keep them low calorie, but it's harder with bars than with drinks. It is. That looks uh, very nutrient dense, though. It is. This is a supreme protein bar, mm. and it is a caramel nut chocolate flavor. Ooh. It has 30 grams of protein. So you can keep them gains. Yes. It is 380 calories. Okay. So Fair. I apologize. Fair. Because I know you got some cutting goals that you're working on right now. In uh, On the plus side, I've only really eaten one meal. So 
It's perfect. I'll cool. take it. Boom. All right. For you. Caramel nut chocolate. That sounds It sounded really fine. good. The other one that they had was like a peanut butter something, but it sounded really generic and like mm-hmm. they would phone it in. Peanut butter is hit or miss too with protein. Yes. Sometimes it's delicious, like like the uh, the peanut butter Halo Top. Yeah. So good. buddy. So good. But some of the bars like hmm, this is just this is just a drier like, chocolate. <laughs> well, you know, it was like peanut butter powder that they yeah. put into that thing. You yeah. can taste the dryness of yeah. the powder. All right, buddy, this is one of my new go-tos, especially, okay, pro tip, crunching these up into a bowl of Halo Top, straight up like cookie ice cream sundae, but packed with protein. So this is Lenny and Larry's uh, Crunchy Complete Cookie. They also have the big, like, soft soft ones. ones. Yeah. These are really solid, though. Uh, to be fair, I have not tried the cinnamon sugar flavor that I'm about to give you, so I have no idea. But the double chocolate and the chocolate chip are both bomb. Dude. So I don't think it'll disappoint. I very much appreciate this, because I too... Yeah, man. Peckish may not cover it. Yeah. I, I was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up starving. All right. Lenny and Larry, All how right. cute these little cookies are. I know, man. Look at that. These look kind of like, you know how every grandma has that tin of little like sugar Just cookie generic yeah. cookies, yeah. These look like those, <laughs> but they smell better. Nice. Kind of looks like a vanilla wafer. Mm-hmm. This is a solid cookie. Decent? Yeah. This, it's a straight up candy bar. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this, is del- this is delicious. Oh, man. We're going to get it. Mmm. Mmm. Man, you're really putting some thought into this bad boy. I'm, I'm mulling it over. I'm gonna have to go. Based on flavor, mm, I'm gonna go four, three. Nice. Very solid. Very solid. How about you? I like this a lot. I do think a different flavor would probably be more enjoyable. It's not bad at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give it a 3.8. Okay. Lenny and Larry's cinnamon sugar. It's plant-based. It's got four grams of fiber. It's got six grams of protein. Man, I'm just slowly trying to turn you into a vegan. <laughs> this is the second week in a row <laughs> of plant-based protein mm-hmm. snacks. <laughs> well, that's mm. good, though. Yeah. This is good, too. I'll give it a 3.8. Nice. Solid. Solid. Mm-hmm. Just shy of a four. Alrighty, man. Should we dive into some questions while we're doing some snacking? Yeah. Let's get those Q's and A's going. Oh, buddy. We got a good, solid set of questions today. I believe that. Okay. First up. Easy one. Have you ever tried intermittent fasting? Uh, Inadvertently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so the the thing with intermittent fasting is it's not magic or anything like it's just there's a window where you eat there's a window where you don't mm-hmm. so like i go through fits and spurts of just not ever wanting an actual breakfast yeah like especially if i have a lot of early clients so i will accidentally end up with a, a feeding window yeah um i've never used it intentionally with the goal of losing weight okay and controlling my calorie intake um, or conversely, I don't have any like insulin issues or blood sugar issues, things like that. So I've never yeah. used it to control that either. Gotcha. Yeah. Same here. Really. I've technically, I don't know that I've ever actually had 
a small enough fasting window because I did go through a period of time where I wouldn't really eat breakfast and mm-hmm. I'd start eating around noon, but I wouldn't stop eating by eight. Usually it's an eight hour window at the mm-hmm. most. So really it was just a normal eating window just later in the day. <laughs> so I guess no, not really. Um, but like I said, nothing magic about it. It's just, just a different eating schedule. Yep. Good way to control caloric intake if you have trouble, you know, staying in your calorie range over the course of the day. Good option for certain people. Yeah. It's been really effective actually for clients of mine that usually do a lot of late night snacking. Mm-hmm. Once you give them a hard barrier, you can't eat after seven or eight or whatever it is. They're like, oh, okay. All right. No more snacks at night. Yeah. And then boom, extra yeah. calories gone. Absolutely. Okay, what are your? We cover this in our uh, supplement episode, but what are your thoughts on taking BCAAs? Um, if you are a vegetarian or vegan, they can help jumpstart protein synthesis because you need the uh, leucine, yes. a certain amount of leucine. I forget exactly how many milligrams of leucine it takes to start kicking in. Yeah, I don't even know if it's in milligrams, but. You do need that. So for for those folks, I I think that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you are not vegan or predominantly plant-based, just eat your protein, drink your protein. You get all those amino acids anyway. Yep. I think it's a much bigger deal for someone who's vegan or vegetarian. Um, And I I guess if somebody is chronically eating less protein than they should, it would make a difference. But at that point, just eat more protein. Mm-hmm. Don't bother taking BCAAs, just actually eat more protein. Yeah. So, yeah, the <laughs> last time we talked about this, we talked about the meme of the guy in a pool po- pouring water on his face. I think we talked about that. We did. That's what it's like. That's the equivalent of if you're eating sufficient animal-based protein and taking BCAAs, that's what you're doing. You're already in the pool. You're already wet. You don't You don't need to dump water on your face. Yeah. You're, you're good. You're solid. <laughs> Do you count your veggies in my fitness pal? That's a good question. I do, just because the habit with my fitness pal is more about tracking everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're carbohydrates. It's not like they don't count. They're just usually nutrient dense and low on the calories. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if somebody goes over their carbohydrates by eating vegetables, I'm not going to be upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. I will. Depends on the vegetable. Mm-hmm. If it's like a super fibery vegetable with like five calories, I'm not going to track it. If it's like a cup of spinach, I'm not tracking that. Mm-hmm. If it's like 12 baby carrots or something like that that's got a little bit higher carbohydrate content, then I'll track it because mm-hmm. that'll end up racking up, you know, like 30, 40 calories. Still not huge, but, but, it, but it's something that could make a difference. Mm-hmm. It, it, over the course of the day, you know. And, like, if it was between 30 calories from carrots versus 30 calories from a grain of some kind. Yeah. There's a big difference. Oh, absolutely. So, like, still a, a huge lenient, Like, when clients are like, yeah, I went over on my carbohydrates. I had this broccoli. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you're, like, <laughs> that's a good point. If you're, like, at your calorie limit and that's deterring you from eating a vegetable with your meal, that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Eat your vegetables. (laughs) Least favorite source of protein? Mm. Definitely not this bar. Soy. Okay. I just don't like it. Or I should, okay. 
tofu specifically. Mm. I don't like the texture of tofu. Mm-hmm. Although, so my wife was vegan for like two and a half years, and uh, she would cook this tofu, and I forget what all she cooked it in and that kind of stuff, but it was very, very tasty. Mm. Um, I still didn't like the texture of it, but overall tofu, not a fan. It is a really weird texture. It's sort of like almost egg white-ish, almost, but like less flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't. I definitely don't like tofu. Um, least favorite. I feel like I haven't actually eaten tofu consistently enough to label that as my least favorite because that's never actually been a source of protein for me with yeah. any kind of consistency. So I'm gonna go based off the list of protein sources that I've utilized, and I'm gonna say chicken breast. Yeah, chicken breast. Okay. So what I don't understand is why now that we know more, a little bit more about saturated fat mm-hmm. and we realize that it's not the devil a little bit is actually good. It's just all about balance. You don't want yeah. all of your fats to come from saturated animal fats, but some of them, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's good for hormone support. It's good for a lot of things. So now that we know that, now that we have that information, why aren't more bodybuilders and physique competitors, um, eating like chicken thighs. I love chicken thighs. Because the flavor difference, so dude. Good. Oh my God. It's massive. But as far as like calories and macros go, they're really not that vastly different. They're not. There's like six extra grams of fat or something like that. I think the answer is tradition. Yeah. I think that's really what it comes Stuck down to. Stuck in their ways. Yeah. Like classic traditional bodybuilders. Arnold didn't eat chicken thighs. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, there's been a lot of science that happened since then. Yeah. And there's the argument, okay, well, but a lot of stuff that bodybuilders were doing back in the day has now been confirmed and explained and contextualized by science. Yeah. But there's plenty of stuff that we can also improve upon because of what we've seen. Arnold also trained chest and back in the morning, quads at night, and then the very next day trained uh, shoulders, arms in the morning, and hamstrings at night every other day, all week long, (laughs) which is not the ideal trading split for recovery. So just because they're on that, it doesn't mean you should do it. Exactly. It's not a good reason. So it's like, I don't believe that tradition's a good reason to continue doing really anything as a sole reason. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. As new science comes out, it makes way more sense just to sort of adapt with the science, Mm -hmm. get with the times. What do you tell yourself? Ooh, this is a good question. What do you tell yourself when you don't feel like working out? That no one ever does. <laughs> and the only workouts you regret are the ones you miss. Yeah. I, I have never once forced my way through a workout and been like, oh, oh I, shouldn't I have really done that. wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> yeah, it's never happened. I like to give myself a little out. And I, 99% of the time I don't take it. But like, so if I don't feel like working out, I'll go, okay, I don't feel like doing, you know, a bunch of different sets for my legs. So I'm just going to squat today. That's all I'm going to do. And I'm not going to try to do cardio. I'm just going to squat. I'm going to do the most important thing. I'll, I'll be done in like 20, 30 minutes and I'll be good. Then once I'm in it, I'm like, no, I could probably do some leg press. I could probably do some lunges. I could, Since I'm here. I could probably do cardio. You know what I mean? Yeah. It snowballs, and once you're once you're in motion, all those those thoughts just kind of go away. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a good, good way to break the ice. Like I'll have yeah. clients who are like, I just I really don't want to, and I'm like, just do five minutes. Yeah. 
five minutes or one lift or like that kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. anything that gets you in there and started. Right. You're absolutely right. It's like a, a gateway lift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then once you get that taste, you're, you're like, like, I could oh, probably damn. use a little more. These squats feel so good. <laughs> exactly. I should probably well, do some I don't know lunging. I don't know if I've ever thought that before <laughs> I've specifically. I've never thought that specifically. <laughs> These squats but that's the idea. really heavy, but ah, screw it, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's more accurate. All right. What's the number one thing you wish everyone knew about fitness? I love these questions today, man. That it's supposed to be challenging. There is no program that is easy and requires zero effort or discomfort that will actually cause an adaptation in your physique. Yeah. Hmm. My answer is related to yours. I wish that everyone knew how long progress took. Yeah. Specifically, because that's like... I mean, that's what that's that's really what it boils down to all the roadblocks that people hit is just impatience Mm -hmm. and expecting faster results than than you can possibly get. And then switching programs because you don't think it's working for you. All the things that trip up beginners, that's what it boils down to is lack Mm -hmm. of patience. So if people just realize, man, this is a long haul, it's going to take a while. I need to figure out how to enjoy it day to day in the meantime. Yeah, that would solve all the pretty much all the problems for real <laughs> for beginners we went into depth in depth on this in a, yeah. a previous episode yeah um but yes absolutely right mm-hmm. how does the music you listen to affect your lifts you only listen to music some of the time yeah i really uh honestly these days i don't prefer having any sound interesting tell me why um i don't know i i think Personally, it, it distracts me more than it keeps me focused. Okay. I don't generally lift so heavy that I need a bunch of hype. Sure. Either. So um, So what specific part of the lift do you feel like you miss out on when there's something playing? Like, you feel like you're not focusing on the movement enough? I feel like I can't feel the prime movers as well. I'm not focused on <laughs> the breakdown of the movement. Yeah. So, like, it's... It can be as simple as, all right, let's say I'm listening to a bunch of music. I'm about to deadlift something. Um, if I got music going on in my head, sometimes my hips don't come through early enough. Like my, my legs will lock out a little sooner than I wanted them to. It kind of messes up my lift a little bit. Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that you, for, for a long time, a musician, well, still are, but that was like your main thing I mean, for a really I'm long time. Really anymore. But <laughs> do you think it's because the music that you listen to, like it... Uh, you you zero in on the music and you're thinking about yeah. like what they're doing musically and that's what's distracting you? Yes. Okay. 100%. So like for, that makes for sense. The, if you've never been a musician, like it's probably a lot easier to zone out and just like yeah, feel a beat, some rhythm. So for the same up. for the exact same reason, I typically don't listen to music that the music that I listen to when I'm working out is not the best music that I listen to. Right. Easily. In, in fact, a lot of it, I'm like, I kind of know that this is a little bit garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from a musicality This is poorly written and interesting. Yeah. But. Yeah. The, really the best type of music is like usually pretty repetitive and not very lyrically complex and just sort of. Like not, minimally distracting, yeah. Just like you're talking about, I'll listen to a lot of either 
like heavy metal where I can't really I don't even really know what they're saying, but yeah. it sounds really heavy and it and it like sets the pace. Or like really fast rap, and again, I don't really know what they they're saying unless I really zero in on it, and I don't. So I see what you're saying, for it, sure. It can be, you know. I guess to you cert- get too analytical for for some stuff. Yeah. And in fairness, I haven't gone and sought out uncomplicated music either. Yeah. So like, there might be some stuff out there that would just like take me to the next level, and I just don't know about it. But is that I'd why be fine with an empty, quiet gym? Yeah. Is that why ACDC is your go-to? Because yeah, it's, it's three chords. Yeah, it's <laughs> over three and over. chords. All the songs sound the same. Yeah. The tempo's within 50 beats a minute, like across their entire catalog. Yeah. Like, it is straight up, and like, I can ignore the lyrics because it's mostly screaming. Yeah. And that's fine by me. So when I do yes. listen to music, it is like ACDC straight up. No, I totally, so I used to think it was kind of weird that you didn't listen, you'd prefer not to listen to music, but now I get it. Now I, now I get it. If I'm listening to a song and there's like a rhythm change, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit. And like I, your attention, <laughs> yes. right? and I like need to rewind it and see exactly where it changes. And like, yeah. Like, I, oh man. And that was a cool setup by that drummer. Yeah. Into that. All of a sudden, like, 10 minutes have gone by and I'm, I'm just standing there and I haven't lifted anything. And you've like written down half of a new song and you're just <laughs> yeah. like, I want to use this shit. This is awesome. <laughs> exactly. And like, yeah. Exactly. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. Thoughts on fasted cardio or fasted training? So thoughts on those. So anecdotal evidence from my clients. Yeah. If you are not fueled up to train, you will have a subpar training session. Agreed. There are very few cases where that hasn't been true. Yeah. Um, From a research perspective, there have been a lot of studies that have shown no difference between fasted and unfasted cardio. Mm-hmm. There have also been a lot of studies that were set up differently that have showed a noticeable difference between fasted and unfasted cardio. Yeah. So without... There's a lot of conflicting it, information. Like, yeah. For sure. Fasted has to have a uniform definition yeah. for you to be able to measure its effect. Right. Um, so conventional wisdom, the reason somebody would choose to do... Cardio fasted especially is that the idea is you're waking up fasted, you have no um, glycogen storage, ideally, and imme- like the second you start doing cardio and your heart rate gets up, you're immediately using fat as your fuel source. That's mm-hmm. like that's the idea people have, and like you said, there's a couple studies out there that show that it makes a little bit of a difference, and there's some that don't. Um, my thing is your daily total is still going to be the winner. Mm-hmm. Like you're, it's, you're not going to burn more calories because you're fasted, right? Your fuel systems might be a little bit different, but your net calorie deficit at the end of the day is ultimately what, what drives fat loss. Mm-hmm. You're not, it doesn't happen that quickly. You're not actually losing detectable amounts of body fat while on the treadmill. Right. The, that the doesn't happen. The difference is really marginal. Yeah. I'd also say from a, like an application standpoint, if you didn't intentionally deplete those glycogen stores, yeah. you still have them. Yes. Like you would have to That's do your workout and not eat any carbs after your workout. Yes. Which can stunt your recovery also. Yeah. And then because while you're asleep, you're burning fat. Yeah. It's the lowest intensity activity you can have and you predominantly burn fat while at rest. Yep. So you're not like burning that glycogen overnight. You show up to your treadmill the next day and if you've had carbs in the last 12 hours. Yeah. Guess what? It's 
in your muscle bellies, it's in your liver, and you just use that stuff anyway, like you would any yeah. other time. That's a great point. I yeah, you'd have to you'd have to fast from carbs specifically for a really long period of time. Yeah, for it to actually for you to actually be glycogen depleted without activity mm. from just chilling. The other thing I'd consider too, if you go through the energy system that uses glycogen, mm. when you don't have it. It just goes through gluconeogenesis and robs amino acids from your existing lean mass to synthesize that stuff. So that's the risk. And that's the biggest risk with, uh, well, with high, higher intensity cardio and also actually training, like weight training fasted. I would never, I would never do that personally Yeah. just because one, like I don't, generally my blood sugar tends to be on the low side and I just don't feel good when I do that. Yeah. Like, it just zaps me. You're lifting on an empty tank. Yeah. Like, how are you going to get the yeah. adaptation you want if you can't put the proper intensity into it? Whether I have leftover glycogen in my muscles from yesterday or not, my energy level still just isn't going to be there yeah. for me personally. So, yeah. while I see the, the wisdom behind doing that for some people, it's, it's negligible, especially like the, the lower intensity uh, steady state cardio. Mm-hmm. You're utilizing fat as your primary fuel source anyway. Yeah. You're not utilizing a ton of glycogen doing yeah, really like low your, intensity. Your glycolytic system doesn't work longer. Yeah. Just because you have some. Right. Two minutes, you're done. Right. Exactly. That's that's the end. So like I personally actually right now do fasted cardio, but it's it's not intentional really. And sometimes it's not because I'll drink a coffee with some almond milk and a little bit of syrup in it before I go. So I'm not technically yeah. fasted anyway, but the reason I do it is just convenience. I like to just get up really early, go do it, not have to worry about eating, then waiting for my food to digest, then going. Yeah. It's just a time thing for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, so. it's simple. And a lot of people do it. And like when you do morning cardio, people who are morning people will just hop on there and do it. And yeah. You still get all the benefits of cardio. It's a great yeah. practice to be in. Yeah. But intentionally doing it fasted makes such a little difference and in my experience no difference at all really if you if your goal was to do cardio without glycogen storage um you should do it immediately following like a heavy weight training session yes that you were actually fueled up for so yeah agreed all right buddy grand finale let's do it last one today so what is the snack that you have zero percent self-control with you can't say burgers no, it's a meal. That's a meal, exactly. It's got to be a snack. Well, one can one burger be a snack? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess a burger could be a snack technically, like a slider. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have one slider, please. Um, hmm. Oh, dude. Oh, this, so okay, we need to lay some ground rules here. Does like do sweets count, or is that a dessert? I think from the context, this is like a. A cheat snack. Okay. Well, would that it's in- about self-control, right? Sure. So does it need to be a savory snack? It doesn't have to be a savory snack. It could be a sweet snack. It could be a savory snack. It could be a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's definitely not mine. Oh, I'm not a beer guy. Gross. We've talked about that. We have, yeah. Blech. Blech. Is bourbon a snack? <laughs> Just, yeah. Bourbon seems like a snack. It does. Uh, an old fashioned has an orange in it and that's a true. crushed cherry, so that's, that's kind of sweet with a little yeah. bourbony sourness and getting, getting bitters your, in it. Getting your fruits and 
Your vitamins there's and some, minerals? There's food in it. <laughs> <laughs> there is some amount of food, yeah. Hmm. Um, what you got? Oh, man, that's a really hard one. Okay, I'm going to go. I have go. a good answer. I... Okay, so... Uh, this is a tough one because if we're including sweets, then it's got to be chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. But on the flip side, I don't really consider that a snack. And I wouldn't... I would have that as a dessert following a meal, but like I... would treat. Yeah, I wouldn't have that as a snack. I wouldn't, like, middle of the day, completely uh, unattached to any meals, be like, it's cookie time. You know yeah. what I mean? That's not, <laughs> that's not what I would do. So 3 p.m., cookie time. <laughs> exactly. So let's throw that out. Uh, like, a, like a snack snack, I'm going to go Cheetos. Love Cheetos. I love oh, they're so good. Cheetos, man. I will turn my whole hand orange. I don't <laughs> yes. even care. And then you gotta lick that thing. Yeah, completely. I let my dogs lick it. <laughs> like, I'll take a bunch off of it so they don't, you know, like puke and die. Uh, I wish but I had like, a, a dog to lick my Cheeto dust. Soon, soon, buddy. Soon, it's happening, man. Um, God, shit, I don't know, man. Like yeah. most candy bars are pretty solid. I love. Uh, What's the Reese's one that doesn't have nuts in it? Like no peanut the butter? The Fast Break Bar. I've never heard of this. All right. So there's a, a, a Reese's Fast Break Bar. And like it still has the peanut butter in it, but it doesn't have, oh. uh, you know, some of those have like actual peanuts. Yeah. Like the Nutrageous Bar. Yeah. Stuff like that. I like the one that doesn't have that. I don't like crunchy candy bars. Wait, what are these? This is, these are all Reese's? Yeah, that's like a Reese's brand. What are they these like these sub brands yeah. of Reese's that I've never heard They're of? They're like, <laughs> if you wanted like a peanut butter cup, but yeah. the size and shape of a candy bar, oh. it's called the Fast Break. Oh, man. Because it's easier to eat. I've never heard of For this. example, while you drive to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's the one you said that has the nuts in it? Uh, it's called the Nutrageous. Oh man, Reese's Nutrageous. Your whole energy just changed. You got so excited to talk about these bars. Like, I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm a little dialed up now. I'm just like, oh, you don't know about these? Please, like, I, I can Educate go door to door me, right now and be like, have you heard of the Reese's Fast Break Bar? Educate. Do you me. have a moment to talk about Nutrageous? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that. So, where yeah. do you get them? Like, Seven Elevens and gas stations. Okay, but like at the grocery store, are they sitting by the register with the other candy bars? Or are they like with the granola bars and the protein bars? No, they're not by the granola, but like you get to go to the aisle candy. Oh, man. Okay. Because like there's not enough room by the register. You got to go overtaken by like your candy search. Yeah. Like three musketeers and Snickers and stuff get those prime spots. You know what I'm saying? And usually the Reese's cups are up there. The cups will be there. Yeah. It's like their their B side. Dude, this is some underground. Reese's stuff right here. Yeah, man. Got a sweet tooth. <laughs> That's pretty legit. Uh, I also like the, the dark chocolate Milky Way. Hmm. I've never had that either. I'm learning so much today. I can show you the world. <laughs> yeah. Candy bar wise, I was always a pretty big fan of um, uh, Three Musketeers growing up. Yeah, it's solid. I don't know. It's like the lightest, fluffiest way to yeah. eat way too much chocolate. <laughs> yes. I don't, I'm not a big fan of marshmallows as a whole, just like by themselves. I think it's, it's a weird thing to eat. Like just a handful of regular marshmallows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. Like, I'll, even like, okay. So like s'mores, right? I love s'mores. I love s'mores too. But why do <laughs> you, you said that very defensively? <laughs> Dude, I love them too. Okay? I love them too. You saw the look in my eye. <laughs> but why do you love them? What's okay? What is your favorite ingredient in a s'more? It's not just one. It's the chocolate marshmallow combo. 
Okay, I don't, okay. I don't even give a shit about the graham cracker. Okay, really. but, but, if you were going to isolate one ingredient from a s'more and eat it by itself... It's going to be the Hershey's chocolate. Yes. See? Yeah. That's what I'm it's, saying. It's going to be. That is why s'mores are good. They're not good. Like, it's the combo's good. The combo's good. You're right. But it's not... The, the marshmallow is not the centerpiece. That's why I take the Hershey uh-huh. and I stuff it into the middle of the marshmallow and I get the two-pronged marshmallow skewer Man. and put it around the chocolate and then I roast it like that and the chocolate melts in it. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and they say I can't cook. <laughs> you are educating me so much on candy eating so practices today. Oh, buddy. I completely forgot for a second this is a fitness podcast, did you? I know. <laughs> and I should give the obvious disclaimer. I don't eat like this often. It's very rare. Very, very rare. But, like, if I'm camping, I will literally save calorie room to have, like, three or four s'mores. Oh, yeah. Because, like, how often do I go camping? When exactly. was the last time you went camping? It's been years since I went camping. It's been such a long time. Like, I was probably a child last time I was camping, to be honest with you. I think it was in, like, high school. Yeah. Which, for old folks like me... Was many years ago, <laughs> many many decades. Yeah, um, same here. Like I haven't had a cookie. <sighs> Minus those Lenny and Larrys. That's like a. Do we count those? Couple times a like week. Health cookies. Exactly doesn't count. But like an actual cookie. So I had a birthday recently, and for my birthday, literally my entire family, my wife included, decided it was the perfect opportunity to buy me cookies, mm-hmm. which I normally really appreciate. And then, like, one week later, I, I went on my cut, mm-hmm. and I have basically, like, four Tupperwares full of cookies in my freezer because I know I'm not going to eat waiting. them. Yes. You, like, put them on ice. Exactly. Otherwise, I'll I'll be too tempted to eat them. It's like the so. winter soldier of dessert treats for you. <laughs> exactly. Sit there and cryo until you exactly. activate Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> one day. <laughs> my plan is, well, I haven't decided for sure yet, but when I actually reach my goal... To just do it all in one go. Oh, just make buddy. a day of it. Cookie day. It's like, yeah. <laughs> one I, for each I meal. I your cookies, The Rock. All right? <laughs> yeah. Here yes. we go. Tag him. Do it throughout the day. Do there's the going to be there's gonna be a podcast episode at some point where I'm just sitting here eating cookies the whole time. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. That I think that's the, that's the plan. Yeah, snacks that I don't have self-control for. Because all the healthy snacks, I choose them. Like, they don't choose me. I'm like, all exactly. right, trail mix, yum. Yeah. Here, an apple, delicious. And they're good. Yeah. But it's not like a self-control but thing. It's not like if I walked by a bunch of apples, I'd be like, oh. Dude, yes, the, worst, apples. the worst thing ever for me is in the grocery store, mm-hmm. walking by the bakery and smelling the donuts. Dude. Oh, man. That's like the Anything ex- jelly-filled. Is really? Like, dude, See, I'm I not love a jelly I'm not a jelly guy or a cream filling guy. I love the fillings. I love really? all the fillings. I think it's because I grew up on just like a a traditional uh, chocolate frosted donut with mm-hmm. nothing in the middle, no nonsense, dude, and then classic. occasionally, uh, like I think a time or two, I picked up one not realizing it had a filling, and it surprised me, and then I decided I didn't like it. Yeah, because I just wanted the chocolate. Like, yeah, this didn't have what I. Expected. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, maybe if it were stuffed full of more chocolate frosting. <laughs> they have those, you know. Do they really? They do. Okay, I would probably like that. Yeah. All right. But as far as snacks go, snacks like that are very few and far between. Yeah. But that's that's the stuff where if I'm tired that day, I'm like, 
All right, looks like we're doing this. All right, self-control out the window. Like we've we've been so good. <laughs> Come here, you. <laughs> exactly. Well, we better wrap this up because yeah. now I'm getting hungry for real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're off to get cookies and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop. <laughs> Uh, this has been the Big Freak. Hey, dude! <laughs> I was waiting for Hey, it. buddy! Hey, what are you doing? Uh, if you like this episode... Guys, if you like this, share, <laughs> like, subscribe. Ask us more questions. Leave us a review. Five stars, please. Yeah. This is Big Freaking Neil. <laughs> That's me. And I'm Health Coach Kane. God, this is so much fun. <laughs> this, I love this. this is a blast. God, please sit, keep sending questions so we can keep doing this. Please do. <laughs> this is definitely a big highlight. <laughs> <Right>. For sure. <laughs> we'll see you next time. All right, guys. See you next time.